G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Coming up today on The Story. One of the places we go to is in pubs and, you know, we don't charge and sometimes they give us a meal and, and we're, we're singing about Jesus. We're singing Holy Spirit come. It's great to be in a pub environment, shining the light and having conversations because they come up and share their heart about how they're feeling and what they think of God. And so that's really special to get to do that. The Story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, in the past, we had Alan Murray on the program sharing his story. And then, after some time passed, Alan came back to introduce us to his new wife, Alicia, who then shared her story. Now today, after more time has passed, they are both back in the studio to share about what has been happening in their lives and to share some of the beautiful music they've been performing together. Alan and Alicia are in our Melbourne studios having a chat with Eric Scatterbone. Welcome back to the program, Alan and Alicia Murray. Thanks, Thanks for having, for having us, having us. Glad to have you back. And for people who didn't hear your stories in the past, it's fair to say that both of you have gone through tough times and significant trauma, with Alan becoming a believer in jail and Alicia having come to salvation from a background of addiction and is a survivor of abuse. So the Lord has taken them a long way and they have been doing some very exciting things all over Australia that we're going to find out about today. Where should we begin? Well, how about at the beginning? Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last time we ended with you getting married, what happened then? Well, yeah, well, that's still going great guns. And great. As, as you can tell, we're back here together again, <laughs> so that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've been traveling around doing ministry, but prior to us doing music ministry, we had a cloning business for a season called a Faith Cloning Service, which was a ministry within itself. We named it that so we could have conversations. And then I choked one night and ended up in hospital And after being in hospital and after the surgery and having the food removed from my throat, I started to ask myself some questions. Well, wait, so you were someplace eating? I was eating at my mother-in-law's and she made me this lovely brisket. And I know it wasn't a a thing trying to get rid of the son-in-law. It was just... just, I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. It was just how it happened. But um, yeah, I was eating there and I I had a bit of a reflux problem and I didn't know how bad this reflux problem was because it had gone untreated. And it caused me to choke and I have to have the food surgically removed from my throat. Oh, wow. And after the surgery, I started sort of asking some serious questions to myself, and I recalled what God had asked me to do whilst I was in custody, and it was to play music and tell people about him. And because I'd done that in the past and it didn't look the way I thought it should or it wasn't financially feasible, I sort of moved forward from that. But, um, yeah, so after that, we soon started to take a bit of a trajectory change, and I think Alicia had been praying in the background. I certainly had. I'd have what you would call a holy dissatisfaction, bond cleans and uh, cleaning, and it was a great opportunity at the time to meet so many people and share God's love, but we just knew there was so much more. And, um, yeah, so we decided to surrender everything to God, the business, everything, and say, Lord, what is your plan for our lives? What do you want us to accomplish in your name? And that's when we bought a little motorhome and we went out. Um, we had a couple of places to go to and we stepped out 
in this little motorhome that could do 80 downhill <laughs> and maybe 50 uphill. And we met so many beautiful brothers and sisters in Christ and just different people. And, you know, we first went out and one of the places we went to was Charleville. And just an example of what God did was we would just be going for a walk after tea and the whole town was quiet. And then there was just one little light on in this place. And there was a sign out the front and we realized it was an AA meeting. And we're like, oh, Lord, do you want us to go in here? So we went in there and we heard them share about their higher power. And then, of course, we had a great opportunity to share about our higher power since I had a history of drug addiction. And just these little opportunities of meeting people in these places. And um, God really showed us his heart for people and um, his heart for hurting people that um, when you're going through your day by day life, you wouldn't even know what other people are going through. Mm. Mm. Now, just on a practical level, the cleaning business was your income. The cleaning business was our income, yes. So now you're on the road? Now we're on the road. We do have a few people that donate $10 here and there a week or, or, or different things. So, And we now do our CDs by donations. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to stop if we feel prompted to give someone a CD in the street. We like to have the freedom to do that as well. So we decided to surrender every area. They go, oh, we're entrusting you for the whole thing. At first, we wanted to try and sell them mm. and run it like a business. Now it's just you do what you're going to do and we'll just try and be as obedient as we can. Yeah, I think I've neglected to mention that the both of you sing together. We do. We do. Yes. And so when you're on the road, that's one of the things you do. That's right. Yes, we um, both write music. I mean, Alan's been a songwriter for many years and I've started writing. I used to write as a kid as well, but we um, started writing together and it's music that um, comes from not only our past, but it's like a psalm really, like a psalm of David Mm. where he would go, why have you forsaken me, O God, Mm. but I will put my hope in God, you know, and that's what our our music's like. It can be coming from a place of trauma or Mm. suffering, but to speak of the hope that God brings the fragrance of Christ into those places. Mm. So, yeah, we get to share that. And, I mean, one of the places we go to is in pubs, um, mm. in pubs that will have us. And, you know, we don't charge and sometimes they give us a meal. And But we've even had a publican um, come up to us in a little country town and say, this is great pub music. I'd put you on rinse and repeat. And we're, <laughs> we're singing about Jesus. We're singing Holy Spirit come. It's great to be in a pub environment. And I say to a lot of people when we go and share in churches that I, I could see Jesus sitting at the bar tapping his hand hmm. in that environment. Like he went into these places that were predominantly where people may think Christians should go. So it's nice to be in there shining the light and having conversations because mm-hmm. they come up and share their yeah. heart about how they're feeling and what they think of God. And so that's really special to get to do that. Yeah. It's interesting that they allow you to. It's amazing because we always go in and we pray and we say, God, if you want us to play here, we'll play it. We never want money from them. We Mm -hmm. say, we'll play. If you give us a meal, that's a bonus. And we've had publicans lately actually wanting this to be on their paid roster. And we'll do 95% original music, which is all about God. Mm -hmm. And we might throw a few songs in here and there that they know. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing that they're so receptive to it. Hmm. And it's almost like it bypasses their brain and goes to their heart and they don't wow. put this wall up. It's yeah. amazing. It's so. And these are all songs that are coming from your hearts. Yes. Based on your past experiences. Uh, our life experiences. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. It's incredible the way 
God uses all these different ways to reach people and to call people and then to have the conversations with them that um, pub recently that was talking to us afterwards we're playing in the jam session and he actually was paying us to keep playing and we're saying we don't want money well we're just at a jam session in the hotel and then he was telling us how he hated God, but what we were doing was healing his heart. That were wow. his words. He said, wow. what you're doing is healing my heart. So it was, yeah, incredible. And now they actually want us to be on their circuit, and we mm. don't know how that's going to balance out, but as paid artists in their pub. And we're like, wow. So, yeah, it's incredible. And one of the things that you like to do is go places where others haven't been going. That's correct. You know, Jesus talks about going into the highway and byways, and um, there's a lot of hurting and broken people out there. And both Alan and myself have been at the bottom. Mm. And, um, you know, one of our prayers is that we'll see people through Jesus' eyes, mm. not through behavior, not through outward appearance, but Lord, help us to see people and see their hearts. Mm. And so, you know, going into places, whether it's on the street, whether it's in pubs, whether it's where people are addicted to drugs, like we've been in rehabs and mm. And different things like that and just relating to people and sharing with people our story and that there's hope. And um, just because this is the way it is in your life right now, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm. Jesus came to this earth and we want to bring the light of Jesus into that. And so going to places and going to the people that really desperately Mm. need him, but may necessarily never have heard of him. So you might not be making as much money as you were when you had that cleaning business, but you have this holy satisfaction as opposed to the holy dissatisfaction that you talked about earlier. So this is all happening. You're very fulfilled in the ministry. But then when you were in a town called Roma, tell us what happened there. I was actually miraculously pregnant because um, I'm a bit older in age to be having children and didn't think I could have children. And At this stage, I was about probably just under five months pregnant and um, we had complications. We're in Roma ministering and I was due for a scan and, um, yeah, our hearts just sunk um, as we realised the severity of the situation, which then um, we finished ministry in Roma the next day and we were advised to head for home. And so we headed for home. Then we were under medical supervision backwards and forwards from our hometown to Brisbane. Um, Yeah, even though our prayers um, were not answered um, in the way that we hoped, we fought strong for Elijah and our brothers and sisters, like a praying mighty army, fought for Elijah. But in the midst of that storm, Jesus was there with us every step of the way. And um, we know that even though Jesus took Elijah home, not when we wanted him to. Uh, I like when it says, what God could prevent in his power, he allows in his wisdom. Mm. And we we trust God. And when he says in Romans 8.28, in all things, he works for the good of those who love him, of those that are called according to his purpose. We choose to trust and believe God. And we know that, good things have come and will continue to come out of this um, tragedy. You're listening to The Story. Today, Eric Scadabo is chatting with Alan and Alicia Murray, who've been sharing about the tragic loss of their baby, Elijah. 
and how their faith helped them through that difficult time. Next, we'll hear some of the songs they've written and how one in particular ministered to them at their lowest point. All that and more when we return. The Story If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax and this is The Story. Our guests today are Alan and Alicia Murray, who've been getting us updated on their lives since the last time they were on the program a few years ago, right after they were married. As we've been hearing, they've been travelling and sharing their music with others. But sadly, as we also heard, they experienced the loss of their baby, Elijah. Now, we'll hear what happened next in their lives as they continue their chat with Eric Scatterbo. Now, Alan, right at the lowest point, a song that you wrote months before came to your mind. Please share with us about that. Yeah, I wrote a song called In the Mist of a Storm or recording the new album. And it had been written prior to Alicia falling pregnant. And I had this feeling that it had to be on the album. And I kept saying to her, I believe this song's got to be on the album. Unbeknownst to us, it was going to be a song that here I was thinking I was writing the song that was going to be nice ministering to other people. And it became a bit of an anthem for us in the midst of our own storm. So much so as... Alicia had to give birth to Elijah, who was a stillborn baby, which was something you you never think you would have to go through, this baby that you're hoping is going to bring you joy after that pain, knowing that that wasn't going to be there. The midwife turned around and said to us, play that song. So we were playing that song on our phone as we were going through this process, which was I could see God's fingerprints on that. Here I am thinking in my humanness that I'm doing this for other people, and he's actually saying, no, this is, this is for you in the midst of your storm. So, yeah, it was, um, it was a challenging season, but in that we could still see God's fingerprints and even moments like that, even the Christian mm-hmm. midwife and our own music ministering to us. Okay, well, while Alan gets his guitar ready to sing us a bit of that song, Alicia, how did that song minister to you? I think that in the midst of labor, when I was in a lot of pain, and the midwife um, said to Alan, play that song, in that moment, I had a choice. I could feel powerless like a victim, or I could choose in the midst of that storm to trust the Lord. And I like the honesty of the song. It's, in the midst of a storm, I'll worship you. In the midst of my doubt, I'll wait on you. In the midst of my pain, I'll worship you. In the midst of my fear, I'll trust in you. So in my humanness, wrestling with these emotions, but a faith in God The song helped me wrestle well Hmm. in choosing to trust the Lord. So being honest with how I felt, but God, Hmm. and knowing that He is good and choosing to worship Him, I think was truly for me what faith is all about. Are you going to trust God, believe Him in who He is, no matter what. 
When I don't think I can stand I will worship you When I feel like I'm crumbling I will worship you When I feel like I'm losing the battle I worship you And from the moment I wake up I will worship you Tell all about the, the things you have done And I'll tell the world the story of who you are And I'll tell everybody what you have done And I'll tell the world the story of who you are And you are the King Almighty The Glorious One And I'll tell the world The story of all you have done All you've done for me All you've done for me My Lord Wow, that, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, don't don't put the guitar away. We're going to want to hear another one from you <laughs> for too long. That was just awesome. And, you know, from the heart. But you didn't know when no, you wrote that. I had no, You'd be singing it for yourself and no for your idea. wife. No idea. And it was an anthem to us so many times that we were, um, we'd wake up in the morning and as we we're going through this grapple between running from doctors to specialists in Brisbane mm. that we're both talking about how much that that song was ministering to mm. us and it, yeah. was, it was definitely God. And so now when you're singing it, do you have people come up to you and with their own stories? Yeah, uh, just now just dropped into my mind. We are at McDonald's and we were meeting with um, a pastor friend of ours and he brought a friend and we were just playing this song. We'd just done the film clip and this young 15-year-old girl came over with a brother that she was looking after and she was like, oh, can you tell us who's singing that song? Hmm. It was really speaking to her. Hmm. And um, we said, well, that's actually our song. And, uh, yeah, so we were able to share the Lord with her hmm. and with her younger brother. And there's a whole other long story to that. But the song. It's um, really connecting with yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Hmm. So you've gone through what we could call a, a value of life experience. Yes. And the song's not just words, it's something you've lived, you've gone through. Mm. But uh, now coming out the other side, you're just recently back on the road. Yeah, we've been on the road for probably about two and a half weeks now. Um, we didn't have a lot of places tentatively booked to go to as such. We had a few places we were going to, and we thought, God, we're going to make ourselves available for you again. And we've been just slowly rolling back out but in asking God 
Mm. They were saying you're available. You always find things for you to do. So we've been out from Victoria to Adelaide and then back down to Melbourne and through New South Wales. So we've been quite busy in the last two and a half weeks. Now, your pastor was concerned that maybe this was too soon? Yeah, he he came around and actually had a meeting with us, which I respected from Reese. He's a a great guy. And he he wasn't too sure. He said, you know, you're always giving out when you're Mm. ministering and are you ready for this? And after the Elijah passing, and I assured him that we didn't have that much on. Um, And... But now you do. <laughs> well, it, it well, definitely when we're in Adelaide, we're, we didn't even had nothing to do in Adelaide, mm. and we got to Murrayville, which was near the border. Felt God wanted us to go there. We went, stayed with this beautiful family, and then the the man made a profession of faith while we were there, staying mm. in the house, and then we done concerts for YWAM, and we played at the church, and we played in the mall, and fellowshiped with heaps of different people. So you know, God just done what He done, and we were just available. Mm. So yeah, now. Do you feel like you're now in a good place that you can minister to others? I, I definitely, there's still tears. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel I'm, it is part of the healing mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. One of the guys from the music festival sent me a song, I think it was that Toby Mack had um, written about his son. So we were driving from the Shalom Music Festival in Murrayville to Adelaide. And he, he said, oh, I was just praying and God brought this song to my heart, listened to this song. And mm. I'd heard that song in the past mm-hmm. and you know, thought it was a nice song. And I said to Alicia, let's play it. And I was driving up the road crying for 20 minutes. So I think mm. the healing process is mm-hmm. still going on, but yeah. I think there's definitely a, a way we can connect and understand with people that have had loss mm. in a whole yeah. new level. So God's using that part of the story for the relatability for these people's pain and suffering that we didn't have the understanding mm. of. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be a process, mm-hmm. the healing. Mm-hmm. But I, I do believe that being back out in there, God's still using that as well. Mm. Mm, absolutely. I agree with you, Alan. And part of that healing process um, has been going back out again because I think sometimes you can pull away and isolate too much, but actually going out helps you face it in a way. And being it, real about how exactly, you feel. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, not denying how we mm-hmm. feel, mm-hmm. But going out and making the choice to choose to continue to live, I think, um, I think for everyone, you, you have those moments where you have triggers and things like that. But uh, making mm-hmm. that choice to to go out, and when you're amongst people, and you hear their hearts and you mm-hmm. hear their stories, mm-hmm. you we're just like them. Is it part of the healing process? It is. It's part mm-hmm. of the healing. Knowing process. that you're helping others. That's right. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that transparency, I think, is the, mm. the realness. And yes, I, on the way to this place, I, I cried for 20 minutes in mm. the car. Mm. But um, we're here and we know God wanted us to come and stay with you and spend time with you. And, and I think people appreciate that realness. Like we're not going, that we've got it all together. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we're, just, we're just people. We love God. We're living the lives the best we can with God's guidance. And I think some people really relate to that genuine mm-hmm. sortness yep. in that space. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to end today's conversation with another song, The Two of You. I just love how your voices go together. I didn't hear the two of you together last time. I think you just sang the song that was at the wedding that you wrote for Alicia, which was fantastic. But now having the two of you together, even more special. Let's end with a song you wrote. What's the story behind this one? The song's called Goodbye. And in so many areas of life, I think there's there's a line in the song that says, Memories can hold you back or hold you in between. 
And I think at times, sometimes we can hold on to be it a habit or a bad behaviour and it stops us from moving forward. And if we're not moving forward, if we're just in that moment of reliving that moment, it's like we're actually not going anywhere. So the song's about letting go and just surrendering to God and letting go of those things that are holding you in a, a space that's not drawing you closer to God and then just moving forward, be whatever it is. Starry, starry night We stood out in the dark I thought we'd last forever, yeah I thought we'd never part I'd see I sail across the ocean I'm just to find here again When I close my eyes tonight I'll be sailing in my dreams Memories can hold you back Or hold you in between So I guess This is goodbye That's the music of our guests today, Alan and Alicia Murray, who've been getting us updated on what's been happening in their lives since the last time they were on our program, right after they were married. And if you'd like to learn more about them and their music, you can go to their website, alanmurray.com.au. That's alanmurray.com.au. We'll end today with that profound quote that Alicia shared with us earlier when they were at their low point after the death of their baby and they were struggling to understand. Alicia said, What God could prevent in his power, he allows to happen in his wisdom. And she added, we chose to trust God. Also, Romans 8.28 says, In all things, God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Through it all, Alan and Alicia have chosen to put their faith and trust in God and know that he will see them through any adversities that come their way and he will continue to bless them. Well, thanks for joining us for Alan and Alicia's story. I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on The Story. One day, Michael, just all of a sudden, out of the blue, said to me, please, in 10 minutes, you're going to preach in the centre of the city. I was terrified in my soul, but my spirit was fully open and wanting to do this. And I closed my eyes and I started to shout in the megaphone, So once I did that, uh, something broke inside my soul. And that's when the passion for the loss was born in my soul, which never left. Marilena Fakarul is originally from Romania and was experiencing one heartbreak and disappointment in life after another. That was until she met a missionary from Australia named Michael. We'll find out how they met and married and about the ministries they've started next time. The story. story. Just another way vision is connecting faith to life. 